Hello, welcome to this week's episode of the Guilt, Grace, Gratitude podcast. This is one of your co-hosts, Peter Bell, and we are on Catechism Saturday, Belgic Confession, article number 10. We'll be going through the deity of Christ. Again, Belgic Confession, article number 10 on the deity of Christ. Before we start this week's episode, make sure you've listened to this Monday's episode. We're continuing our short best of series with our third most downloaded episode of season two, Spark Note Seminary. We talked about evangelicalism, the history of it, and how it has influenced American religion, especially so, with Dr. D.G. Hart of Hillsdale College in Michigan. And then this Thursday in our book club episode, we talked with Dr. Kelly Capick of Covenant College in Georgia on his new Brazos Press book, You're Only Human. So let's get started. Article number 10, The Deity of Christ. We believe that Jesus Christ, according to his divine nature, is the only Son of God, eternally begotten, not created or made, for then he would be a creature. He is one in essence with the Father, co-eternal, the exact image of the person of the Father and the reflection of his glory. Being all things like him, he is the Son of God, not only from the time he assumed our nature, but from all eternity, as the following testimonies teach us when they are taken together. Moses says that God created the world, and John says that all things were created through the word, which he calls God. The letter to the Hebrews says that God made the world by his Son. Paul says that God created all things by Jesus Christ. And so it must follow that he who is called God, the Word, the Son, and Jesus Christ already existed when all things were created by him. Therefore, the prophet Micah says from that his origin is from ancient times, from eternity. And Hebrews says that he is neither beginning of days nor end of life. So then he is the true eternal God, the Almighty, whom we invoke worship, and serve. And so if you remember the last couple articles, we covered the Trinity, why it's so important to see the Trinity as a biblical doctrine, these scriptures that help us understand the Trinity. And what exactly the Trinity is, three persons in one being in this divine essence, not just being shared partitively as each, each person of the Trinity has a piece of the pie, but each one of them is perfectly divine. Now, we get with Christ, as Guy Debray talks about in Article 10, that according to his divine nature, he is the only son of God. So God himself in his person did not come down. So the first person of the Trinity did not come down, nor did the third person of the Trinity come down. But the second person, the son of God, and he was not just created at a time during the universe's formation during the six days, or however you view creation, he was not created any other time. He is eternally begotten. Because if he was created, just like you and I, he'd be a creature. But he's one in essence with the Father. He shares the exact same, if you want to call it, quote unquote, the divine DNA with the Father. If he didn't share this DNA, he could not be fully God as well as fully man. So he has to be co-eternal. As we see in the New Testament, especially in Paul's epistles, he's the exact image of the person of the Father. It doesn't mean he's a separate image. 
It just means he's the enfleshed second person of the triune God. He shares this divine essence because he's the exact same divine essence as the Trinitarian Godhead. He's the son of God. Doesn't like we said, it doesn't just mean he's the created son of God, but as the second person, the second person is the son of God. He's been son of God, not only if you notice right in the middle of this, from the time he assumed our nature, and that's talking about the incarnation, but from all eternity. So this, this eternal son of God refers to the second person of the Trinity, Christ, has always been the son of God. He does not become the son of God in his incarnation. The incarnation makes him the human son of God before being the divine son of God. And as, as Moses says in Genesis 1, that God created the world, we also know in John, as he's interpreting the opening lines of Genesis 1, he says, all things were created by the word. And he says, the word was with God and the word was God. And that's interesting that he's taking Genesis 1 through 3, especially so, and saying, well, Moses had said, I am telling you, as we have fuller revelation, not different revelation, but fuller revelation, that God created through the Son. He is eternal with the Father. And the author of Hebrews also says this, that God made the world by his Son. Paul says this once again. So he who is called God, the Word, the Son, and Jesus Christ, everything exists were created or was created by him. And Micah also says this as well. And the author of Hebrews continues on saying, neither beginning of days, so he's eternal, nor end of life. So then he's a true eternal God. He must be eternal God to be part of this three-person Trinitarian Godhead. If he were not fully divine, eternal, infinite, he cannot be part of the Trinitarian Godhead. But we get from Article 10 that he is fully divine, fully eternal, infinite, neither beginning of days nor end of life. And so we worship him, we invoke his name, and we serve him. So I hope you guys enjoyed this week's episode of the Belgian Confession Article 10 or Catechism Saturday series. We cover the divinity or the deity of Christ. Make sure you guys tune into this coming Monday. We're nearing the end of our short five episode series, Best of. We have our second most downloaded episode of season two, Spark Note Seminary, with Dr. William A. Ross of Reformed Theological Seminary in Charlotte on the Septuagint, this growing field that's always been there, but is now really kind of hitting the lay level why this Septuagint is so important for our study of both the Old and the New Testaments. And this coming, this coming Thursday, we have Book Club with Dr. Nicholas Piotrowski, who's both president and academic dean of Indianapolis Theological Seminary, on his most recent IVP academic book in all the scriptures. I'm telling you right now, this is the best book I have ever read on the study of hermeneutics, how we interpret scripture. Nothing comes close to this. There's been a couple of books written over the past couple of years. Nothing comes close to what Dr. Piotrowski has just written. You will not want to miss this episode, and you want to buy this book and go through this with us. And we have a bonus book club with Dr. Kyle Strobel of Biola University 
on the Thomas Nelson book he wrote with Jamin Goggin, The Way of the Dragon or the Lamb. And we're talking about kingdom power. Why we've seen, especially for the last 10 years, so many pastors and those in ministry fall. And how we as the church can come around and find out how our weakness is actually strength in Christ. We hope you guys have enjoyed this and we will see you next week. Bye.